0: bring out this book, everybody starts getting nervous. Let's see what happens today. The sixth (laughs) patriarch of Zen was pursued by the elder Ming all the way up to the mountain ridge. When the patriarch saw Ming coming, he cast the robe and bowl of the patriarchs onto a rock and said, this robe symbolizes faith. Could it be right to fight over it? You can take it away." Ming tried to pick it up, but it was immovable. Vacillating in fear, Ming said, "'I have come for the teachings, not the robe. Please instruct me." Many, many years ago, I took off my students' robes and put on the robes of the monk and I folded my robes up nice and I set them on the floor. I said, who's strong enough to pick these up? Nobody moved except him and he picked them up. I have come for the teaching, not the robe. Please instruct me. The patriarch said, not thinking good, not thinking evil at this very moment, what is your original face? Ming immediately attained great enlightenment. His whole body ran with sweat. In tears, he bowed and asked, Is there any meaning beyond the esoteric intent of the esoteric words you have just spoken? The man became completely enlightened and then he had another question to ask. Enlightenment doesn't mean your finished product. The Buddha is still pursuing, Eh? 2,500 years later the Buddha is still pursuing. Is there any meaning beyond the esoteric intent of the esoteric words? You have just spoken. I guess you were speaking about something esoteric. (laughs) The patriarch said, now think of what happened when we played the song by Leonard Cohen, and Dean said, did I ever love you? Mm? The patriarch said, what I have just told you is not esoteric. If you turn your attention around to your own state, the secret is, after all, right within you. You practice Zen when you stop looking for the answers out there and turn around and look in here. The Buddha nature you're looking for out there is never going to satisfy you. The Buddha nature that exists within each of you is the one you want to find. Mm-hmm. Ming said, though I went along with the assembly at Hung Nei, in reality I had not seen into my own state. Now that you have pointed out a way of entry, I am like a person who drinks water and knows for himself whether it is warm or cool. Now you are my teacher. The Patriarch said, if you are thus, then you and I alike are students of the 5th Patriarch. Keep that well in your own mind. Now I'm not going to read the whole thing, I'm just going to read some of the comments and then I'll comment on the comments. Of the sixth patriarch, it could be said, the matter comes from a busy house. He was so kind that it was as if he had peeled a fresh lychee, removed the seed, and put it in your mouth. So all you have to do is swallow. Mm -hmm. You get it? It cannot be depicted, it cannot be drawn, it cannot be praised enough, stop trying to sense it. The original face has nowhere to hide. When the world disintegrates, this does not decay." Zen Master Fen Yang's verse, Few people believe in the Buddha in their own mind unwilling to take responsibility for it, they suffer a lot of cramps, arbitrary ideas, greed and anger, the wrappings of afflictions. All are conditioned on attachment to the cave of ignorance. Let me read that one again. Okay. The monk used to work up every morning said, his name was Ming, Ming are you enlightened? Yes, I am. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. Few people believe in the Buddha in their own mind. Hmm? Unwilling to take responsibility for it, they suffer a lot of cramps sometimes ask people, what are you protecting? (coughs) They're protecting the possibility of recognizing their own Buddha nature. They suffer a lot of cramps, arbitrary ideas, right? All this phenomenon, all these arbitrary ideas, all this phenomenon. It keeps you looking at this so you don't look at that. You stay all caught up in the chaos and the confusion and nonsense. Right here is your treasure. It's with you all the time. You can't get away from it. You can try, you can work hard, you can come up with all sorts of gimmicks, but you can't get away with it. Arbitrary ideas, greed and anger, the wrappings of afflictions are all conditioned on attachment to the cave of ignorance. I was talking with somebody in San Zen and they described something they were doing, and I said, Well, that sounds very stupid. Now put an extra $10 in the box. <laughs> One of the descriptions of a Zen master is someone who sells water next to a crystal clear lake. Mm -hmm. Everything I'm saying you already know. I'm not telling you something new. I'm not telling you something esoteric. I'm not telling you something mysterious. I'm telling you that just as you are, you're okay. But you don't want to believe that because you believe This is more interesting than that. If I let go of this, what will I have that seems so boring? To just be a Buddha, ugh. I want to be a musician, I want to be an artist, I want to be a prostitute. There was a nice show this morning I was watching about prostitutes and how they loved what they were doing. Hmm? One was making $200,000 a year. (laughs) I was thinking of giving up my robes and becoming a male prostitute. But I don't think there's too many people interested in the 77-year-old male prostitutes. I'm not. Oh, shit. See what I mean? <laughs> now, why do you think about all this that we just read?
1: I love how I mature. How many times I have heard that story, read that story, and for the first time in all the times that I've heard and read that story, it totally turned around. The sixth patriarch, ooh, was not enlightened until that moment because he was running away. He was still holding on to his life. It wasn't until he was willing to give it up at that moment that the both of them together were able to achieve enlightenment. And at the same time, they both surpassed their teacher, because he's the one who told him to run. I never saw that part of that story before.
0: Well, I'm pleased. <laughs> Good.
1: Not as much as I am.
0: Oh yes, I'm more. No, no, oh no, 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 no. no ah, this is bullshit. No. Let's take a vote. One of the characteristics of enlightenment between the teacher and the student is what they call a meeting of the minds. There's no longer any argument, this and that, and right and wrong. And that. their minds come together as one. That's a statement they use in real estate. When the seller and the buyer agree on the conditions, they have a meeting of the mind. When the monk and the master see into the original face, they have a meeting of the minds, and not the small mind, the big mind. Hmm? Should I read this all again? Or should we just leave and get the hell out of here? I bring a present for the center
1: but I present it to you as the mirror of the center. This is for the Sangha. This is for Claremont Mountain Zen Center. Should I open it? I hope so. That's my intent.
0: A while back, you were talking with Jody yes. about taking over the Zen Center. Okay. And you said you're reluctant to because of the way they take care of Rick.
1: That's not what I said. Oh. A while ago, before you even named me Abbott, Mm. I had a discussion with Jody and she asked me a question. She asked me, Do you think? That if I would have become the abbot, that the center would support me. And I said, oh Ah. no, Ah. no, I do not.
0: Are you folks listening? I guess not.
1: It's a little wooden Jizo Bodhisattva.
0: Tell us about Jizo.
1: Jizo basically encompasses what most people identify as what a Bodhisattva or the Bodhisattva vow is. He made the statement, the vow, "I will not become enlightened till I have emptied the bowels of hell." And because of that, he's been, Jesus has become synonymous with that ideal of going into the darkest, deepest places and bringing it off the light. Small gift to you.
0: Are you willing to go into the darkest places of hell?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Let's pass around. They're not what you think they are. No.
1: Mm-hmm. Can we pass that around? Mm-hmm. Let's pass that around. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh-huh. If you scratch its back, it smells like anise. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> I'll go,
0: In an interview with the Dalai Lama the first question he was asked was do you get angry? The Dalai Lama said of course I do I'm a human being. I was in the hospital for I don't remember two or three months I came home and I was in the wheelchair all the time. This went on for about two months and one night Tony was getting dinner ready, and we had an argument about something. And I said, I don't need you to get dinner for me. And I jumped up out of the wheelchair, took my cane, went out and drove the car for the first time in four months. And I'm halfway away from the house, and I said, holy shit, look at me, I'm driving my car. That anger got me up and got me going, got me moving. Anger is just an energy that you can use to break through difficulties. Mm -hmm. I've been having great trouble on the dialysis, I haven't been able to breathe. And I've had an X-ray, a CAT scan, a PET scan, they can't find anything wrong. Wednesday night I went and it was so bad I had to have them take me off the machine. It gave me oxygen, it didn't do anything. I left. Um, uh, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I had a nice argument with Tony before I left for dialysis, and I was just breathing as easy and clear and free as could be. One of the things that happens is as Zen students we get trapped in the idea that we're supposed to be saintly. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of the biggest traps of all. Zen has nothing to do with becoming saintly. Zen has nothing to do with attaining perfection. We seek progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. Where have you heard that before? Is there anybody out there? Hello? <laughs> hey Rick, don't all answer at once. No, no. Thank you Donald. Where are we going to keep them? I don't know yet. Hold We'll them. take a vote. <laughs> That's all I have. <coughs>
1: So what value is the Cohen what stuff you read, if we have no idea what any of it means?
0: You just let it sit there until it percolates. He just, he'd read it many times, it just now percolated up to the point where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's what you do with all this stuff. You don't take it and ponder it and study it and try to figure it out. You listen to it and let the seed grow gradually. Mm -hmm. I had a relationship with Ido Shimano Roshi, he was my first teacher, I was with him about five years and he was ready to give me recognition as a teacher and I said to myself, if this guy thinks I'm a teacher, he's nuts and that's when the relationship broke. He picked up on my feeling about it and he chased me off to Suzaki Roshi. Don't take somebody else's blessing unless you feel it in you first. Hmm? After I finally pick up that stick that Suzaki had held for 35 years, he said, now, okay, you standing Buddha, now you successor. I rarely talk about that last piece because nobody would believe me, but now you Buddha, now you standing Buddha, and it felt right in me. Hmm. If he had said it and didn't feel right it wouldn't be worth anything. And after I left, I got in my car and I got into a traffic jam and I said, Hey, 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 I'm a Buddha. What the hell is this shit? I'm not supposed to be in a traffic jam. Buddha's supposed to go right through. It was a good lesson. Hmm? Enlightenment does not give you diplomatic immunity. Enlightenment does not give you exemption from humanness. Enlightenment shows you how to work through it. Mm -hmm. And no matter how many of these that you read, you still may not get it, Mm -hmm. because it's a change of heart, it's a change of mind, that's the primary condition.
1: is lost each of us must strive to awaken awaken take heed do not
0: squander your life Sangha relationships become complete May eyes and flourish
1: more tea if you want to stick around have some tea